0: Check, check, right check.
1: Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires,
0: Pro Taper, and Get Data.
2: On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mattis.
3: Yeah, welcome everybody. The Fly Racing Moto 60 Show is live. It's Thursday, March 4th, 11 a.m. Pacific, Daytona Supercross coming up this weekend. We're back to racing. We had our first weekend off in the series, and uh, now we are uh, entering the second half, man. Yeah, when the the, uh, halfway flag gets thrown halfway through the 450 Supercross main event this weekend in Daytona, Florida, we will be halfway through the series, and Cooper Webb and Kenny Rockson are starting to break away, and... uh, this is a big weekend for Eli Tomac, if he's got any chance at this thing, which uh, I'm here to tell you I don't think he does. 702-586-7857. Give us a call, and uh, give, tell us what's on your mind when it comes to supercross, motocross, uh, GPs, anything else. Uh, give us a call, 702-586-PULP. We are giving away a Fly Racer Formula CC helmet today, which is a super good prize from the folks at Fly Racing, and uh, that you're going to get that for simply calling in. It's that easy. Paul Parabinos and Dan Truman will be on the line today to talk about Daytona and more. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Their 2021 line has been improved and expanded, offering the industry's widest range of moto and off-road products led by the Formula Helmet. Featuring Rion technology, Fly Racing has taken big steps forward with the all-new light pant Zone Pro goggle. The muck-off Honda team running the Zone Pro goggle this year. So Oldenburg and Harrison and JB Justin Brayton, who will be trying the race this weekend coming up in daytona so th- thanks to the folks at fly racing also maxis tires whether it's uh, a ray or jeremy smith or rod bell maxis.com for more information on that the mxsts are developed by mcgrath and they're used by that sgb Ka- maxis kawasaki team also uh mountain bike tires are fantastic they're great so please check those out uh light truck tires utv tires they got it all over there at Max's Tire. So thank you to those guys. Um, I want to thank the folks at uh, Pro Taper as well, whether it's Chaparral Honda, Rockstar Husky, or new this year, the Star Yamaha guys are all using Pro Taper handlebars. The Sella device is great. The Micro Bar uh, line of grips and bars is fantastic. If you have a little one, please check out ProTaper.com. Go to your favorite retailer or e-tailer to check out all the latest and greatest from the folks at Fly Racing. Also, FMF Vision, this is something new for these guys this year. A unique optics brand created in partnership with the brilliant minds who brought you 100%. This is a full range of goggles by FMF to meet every rider's needs, including film systems, sand goggles, over-the-glasses, youth models, and more. Uh, Please at FMF Vision on Instagram, uh, or you can go to the FMF uh, website as well to check out more. Uh, Osborne is running these. The Rocky Mountain KTM guys are running these. Also, Kyle Peters is running these, who's undefeated in the uh, arena cross series right now. KP, killing it using FMF Vision goggles, and thanks to the folks at Get and Athena as well for coming on board wireless hour meters. they got a new RPM gauge as well thats uh, some of the teams are going to be trying and using here in America. So please check those guys out, Get and Athena. If you want a deal from those guys, email us using the contact form at pulpamex.com, and uh, we'll get it out to you. So thanks to all those sponsors. Thanks to you people. We've got some lines uh, still available, 702-586-7857. Taking your calls today, making a return to the studio the Tis Legendary. Tis. what's up? It's good to be back. Yeah? Yeah. You, uh, you're happy to be back in that chair manning things?
0: I'm happy to be back. It's a little quiet in here. We've already talked
3: about that. My condolences on uh, Rocky. Yes. Uh, I very... will not miss being barked at. I will miss he that will tremendously. Missed, yeah. I will miss the tremendously how he would bark at you. All and the then time. And then stop for five minutes, see you again, and start mm, barking again. Start again, again like yeah. I had
0: just come back. Right, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. It was fantastic.
3: R.I.P. Yep. Uh, Rocky the Basset Hound. <laughs> not going to be the same around here it's so weird it's so quiet like it's just yeah it's just weird. yeah so yep. uh we had him for uh, eight or nine years and uh yeah so f- crazy how uh pets can become a uh, part of your family if you are n- anybody not named tits legendary uh four minutes- I, have a- I have a dog oh you do yeah i thought you hate
0: dogs My v- uh- this one's okay, but uh, <laughs> my family you... has a dog is what I should say.
3: Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you you don't have a dog. You're no. like Wygant. You're yes. Wygant. Same, yeah. same program. Yeah. Uh, Formula CC helmet today too, right? So
4: That is correct. Uh, that's
3: awesome. Uh, we're going to have Paul Parabinos and Dan Truman on here too. So, as I said, the 250 uh, – uh, well, as I said before, big weekend for Eli Tomac. He's so good at Daytona. Uh, we got to see how he can do if, this, uh, if he can bring back the magic. We'll see what happens this coming uh, Saturday. And, of course – Uh, When you look at uh, the 250 West Series. Yeah, I know, right? It's weird. 250 West Series kicked off with uh, Justin Cooper taking the win rather easily. J-Mart's out for the weekend uh, with a shoulder injury. He might try to race Atlanta, but his championship hopes are gone. And so who, who, who can stop uh, Justin Cooper, man? I don't think anybody can. I I don't know. I'm going to ask Parabinos and Truman that same question, but... I think he walks to this title now. Uh he just has to stay healthy, of course. That that's the uh the caveat with all things uh moto. But man, I, I think he uh I think he's got it. And uh so that coast went from it's still got more depth, but the high end speed I think uh is, is gone from those guys. I just can't see March Banks, Hamaker, uh, those type of guys coming in and uh, and doing anything. I mean, maybe Jmart when he gets back. Uh McAdoo was great, but I think he's a tick off Cooper, right? So we'll see what happens with that coast uh that went from uh, a barn burner to uh, pretty much uh, decided i think in my opinion anyways and i want to talk to uh, talk to our guests about uh about uh Eli Tomac coming up this weekend uh, r- right away so thanks to uh thanks to you people for listening 702-586-7857 if you got a question uh the Fly racing Moto 60 show presented by Pro Taper 100% yeah inter- uh, Pro Taper get fmf vision maxis and more uh just i didn't do a show last week so i guess i'm rattled when it comes to the uh to the presenting guys on this one uh so we're going to get into into it right away and uh and talk about it so cooper webb coming off two wins in a row kenny Rockson three wins before that it's been a long time since anybody's won a damn 450 super cost so let's get to the bottom of that and more uh it's my buddy from florida born and raised paul parabinos what's up paul what's up steve I said born and raised in Florida because I wanted to talk to you off the bat about Daytona. Uh, what's your first yeah. memories of Daytona Supercross?
2: Man, um, so I think it was 97. I was in the stands, and I remember MC coming out on his Suzuki, and the thing was just jetted perfectly, and he's hopping over those little tank traps or whatever yeah. those things that Gary Bailey would build, you know, right. where he'd take right. a hole and then yeah. flip the dirt out on the other side. Yeah. And yeah, just jumping cool stuff. And I remember I had to have the fox ear that he was wearing. I think I was like 14 at the time or something. And yeah. um and yeah, they, Daytona was actually the first place I raced my first professional race too. So um yeah, man. That's pretty Daytona's cool. Cool. Yeah. Atmosphere yeah, cool. So
3: um that was in the middle of the day. Those days. That was a uh, that was middle of the day. That was a 30 man gate different times yeah yeah man it was yeah.
2: awesome it was like uh it was like hey this is the iron man supercross right like right. this is where it's going to be this is where it's you know yeah. tougher conditions in the heat of the sun florida heat yeah, yeah. it was so a, cool
3: a yeah. uh, ty birdwell steve mathis combination was in that main event also in 97 so that was a oh know, okay I, cool. uh, it was it was great to be in the main event because they took 30 so it's like sweet we're in we can do this we 're in, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a big moment for 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 me and my my guy, so um do you do you like what 's happened to daytona there 's probably no race on the circuit that 's changed more than Daytona uh, from the thirty man motocross 30-minute moto in the middle of the day to it's at night it's a regular supercross more than more or less uh you know um it's it's i guess it's gone a little bit more towards its roots from uh 05 06 07 days but uh do you like the way that's been going or do you wish it was back
2: you know i don't know i mean that's so different you can look at it from so many different angles i mean i i actually i rode it during the day and i've ridden it or raced it at night too and I don't like it at night. But it's tough to see it at night. You know, yeah. lighting's not that great. So as a rider, I I think it's better that race in the daytime. Um, maybe it's better for the fans at night. You know, I've seen yeah. that place packed during during the night, um, and it makes it a little easier to spectate it. Right. So, um, I mean, I think it's so okay going back to just but it it also just it brought so much unique flavor right being the day thirty man gate, you get a chance to make a main, maybe when you don't have another chance, so it'd be cool to see yeah. it go back to that way but but i'm not yeah um, i'm I'm not upset with what we have today, so
3: opening up the tarmac was huge, big deal for, i mean obviously we were in covid times now we're not yeah. going to have that in twenty twenty one coming up this weekend, but that was a huge move for the speedway man, people loved it,
2: yeah, 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 that was cool, you know, and I think I watched the race from there one time, oh and did you yeah it's yeah. not it's kind of painful. Like, at the end of the end of the night, your calves are on fire because you're <laughs> sitting on that angled speedway the whole time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, And I haven't been back since because I was like, man, that's painful to sit there for hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is really cool because it gives the chance people to walk out on the track, and it's way steeper than you think. So oh, that, yeah. that is yeah. cool, too.
3: I, I remember one year when I pulled in there in my box van, I hung a... They were kind of de- de- putting people. <laughs> they were putting people uh, parking it, and they were along the bottom of the tarmac. Well, I brought my box van onto the onto the track a little bit at the very bottom, and I like, do. The guy yelled at me. He's like so gnarly. I'm like, I'm on, I'm on the banking. I'm on the banking. Oh but, dude,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, We we did it too one time at PC. We did it in our rental minivan. We got up on the tarmac and we were, we got a chance to go pretty fast. Actually. Oh, did <laughs> you really?
3: On. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, hey, this is a big weekend for Tomac. I mean, I don't know where you stand. Paul, I haven't talked to you uh, about it specifically, but, I mean, to me, he's 31 down. I think he's out of this thing. I really do. But if you don't think he's out of this thing, he has to win this weekend at a place that he's so good at, right? Yeah, I mean, I
2: just just been having been involved in title hunts and title chasing before, like, it's not over. It's never over until it's over. Anything can happen. So that's the attitude you have to have, and that's a Tomac. That's the attitude Tomac has to have. So, but I agree with you also in that he better win this weekend. Like he needs to get something going. I think this is the a, a venue where he's had so much success, and and he has a really good shot at winning. He needs to make it happen and has to make it happen. And if he doesn't, man, then then I'm definitely getting more with you that like, hey, it is a you're gonna need a miracle yeah. tr- uh, to turn wow. around from here, right? Like in.
3: Yeah, he, just because so, to me he he has to jump two guys. He has to jump two guys. I, any injuries can happen anytime to to somebody in the sport, but I just don't see him getting two guys. Uh, you know, to to get this title back. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. No, and you're not you're not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. And 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 this in, this weekend's gonna be interesting because especially now with the weather, I just pulled up the weather and I think it's gonna be muddy. Yeah, like it's 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 showing ninety percent rain and and rain at night too. So. Um, that's gonna throw, a, you know, that's gonna throw yep. a big wrench into the mix. This could be a big point swing. We'll, we'll see, I guess. Yeah,
3: absolutely. But okay, so having said all that, do you think he gets it done? Like, if it, I'm in Vegas oh. now, would you be a betting man? Would you put some money on it?
2: I don't know that I would put money on it. Right. Unfortunately, I just, I just, man, he just, um, he's just not been the Eli we've come to know. You mm-hmm. know, that puts on these gnarly charges. We haven't seen it a whole bunch and and Cooper and Kenny are really on top of their game right now and um so I don't know but at the same time I wouldn't be surprised at all if he wins right. um, but I think yeah I uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it right now just based on what we've seen
3: um and I the reason I think like since since Carmichael started designing the track, and since we've uh, kind of went back to the old school Daytona a little bit, there's limitations with sprinkler heads. There's limitations with the size of the track because they made some they, they expanded the pavement a few years back. You you have to get a start, and I don't know where Tomac starts have gone, uh, Paul, but they are they are okay. They're not terrible, but they are bad enough in Orlando's and in and in and in uh, Indianapolis that he he can't get through these guys fast enough. He just can't and. Uh, um, you know so that's where it's at for me is he can what has he done on the break to help starts
2: yeah right that hopefully that was a huge focus of his and and i think when you're dealing with a field that is so talented and everybody's fit and everybody's going fast this, there's a more of a premium on starts than ever before and and you just absolutely have to execute and have to make it happen um i i really like that about racing you know it start is absolutely part of the race, right? Just yeah. as any yeah. part of it. And and everybody has you know different race craft. There's the guys that don't get good starts and they work their way to the front and there's the guys that get good great starts and they hold on for dear life to the very end. So yep. um yeah, he needs to turn that around. He needs to give himself a shot. He needs to cross the finish line in the top four or five, the first lap. Otherwise right. I don't think you can get to the front if Kenny and Cooper are up there.
3: Right. I made a. I I wrote for MX Vice this weekend or this week my column Chase Sexton is coming back, and I wrote in there. I predict, I predict he does something. I, I, he could win a heat. He could lead laps in the main event. Like he, I think, feel, I feel like Chase Sexton is going to make a mark this weekend. I'm not predicting a win or anything else, but I think you will see some very big speed from Chase Sexton. You agree?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, yep. I almost, you know, I would feel more confident betting on Chase to qualify first than I would betting on Tomac to win the race. Yeah, I, yeah, I just think yep. he's, he's been generating so much speed lately, and and you know, I've obviously I sponsor that team, so I'm a little close. And um, his speed at that race he crashed was unbelievable. He was checking out on those guys, and and yeah, from what I hear, he's hauling ass. So. Right. Um, <laughs> I I think it's about keeping it on two wheels. Um obviously he's still very much a rookie. He's got a lot to learn, but I do agree with you that he's going to make a statement in some way or form. Yeah. Maybe that's a podium, maybe a heat race qualifying do, first, but you're going to notice him.
3: Listen, do you, for reals, do you think he can win? Like with that with the endurance needed at Daytona and all that, do you think he can really win?
2: I do. Do you I really think yeah. he can win? I wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, I do. I wouldn't bet on it. I think yeah, yeah. endurance and fitness is not an issue. Um if he gets a start and stays clear and keeps his head absolutely he can okay yeah yeah um i don't know that it's likely but he has he could do it for right,
3: sure right right oh that's interesting yeah i i don't think he can i think a first race back after missing a month uh at this at Daytona i'm not so sure but yeah i mean i think he can lead laps all day long right so um all right, let's get to some... You had to throw in, by the way, uh, Parabinos, you had to throw in the fact that you've been in these title hunts as a, you know, on a team and... Sorry. So, okay, I just... Sorry. You had to do <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, first up, it's Jonesy. Jonesy, what's going on? Thanks for calling the uh, Fly Racing Show.
0: What's up, guys? How's it going? I, uh, I'm curious. We've already seen a sweep in Houston, or, I mean, Indy, I apologize, yep. and then, uh, one in Tampa, and I know we're, we get caught up on... You know the last race, and it really affects how we predict uh, the next races. Is it got probably less to do now? Um, when we see three in a row, we really get hyped up. But the track didn't change a lot. The dirt's obviously the same, especially when they were in a dome. Tampa was the exact same track two weeks in a row. Right. So it, it shouldn't really surprise us when Cooper Webb comes in out and wins on the same exact track two weeks in a row. But we we kind of look at it. In entirety, and go. Oh, he won two back-to-back races, and forget yeah. to to add in that. Well, he did, but it, there's well, asterisks. There, same track twice.
3: Well, and then also, you know, we saw Kenny sweep Indy, right? So, yep. um, Paul, what do you think about that with the with the multiple races? We're not going to have that at Daytona, but sh- we shouldn't be surprised with confidence in the way these guys are.
2: No, I think it's a big part of it, right? You just brought up a couple examples. I mean, when Kenny did it at the Triple Crown in Glendale a year or two ago, I think, I mean, you do it, it happens to these kids at amateur races. If you can start the weekend good or start the first race in a venue good, it's it's. it's kind of unreal how you can automatically roll that confidence and you and and it almost takes a targeted approach from your competitors to to derail you at some time so yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if we see somebody sweep atlanta or we see somebody sweep arlington um yeah when you're when you race on a saturday and then you're back there in the same stadium on the same dirt three two days later i think it for some reason it makes it easier to keep
3: it going yeah right we got morgan on one morgan what's going on what's your question Hey,
4: uh, what's up, guys? Just trying to make this quick for you. With the possibility of Texas, Texas opening back up 100% with no mask mandate, does Supercross allow Fenton, or do you guys have any insight on that? Mm, I
3: don't, like, have, I don't have any insight. Possible. I don't have any insight. I saw that on the news. I don't see it happening just because the teams, this is the deal with the teams and riders to go racing. Um, you know they're all concerned. They don't want any of their guys to to, to get COVID and they're, therefore knock people out. So I don't see the rules changing, Paul. Uh, on, on on this, do you?
2: No, and, and I don't really have any insight either. I, I I would think that, and I don't know either. Like, were fan tickets limited at Houston because that's the one thing I could see changing. Maybe they just open up the stadium and anybody who shows up, as long as they have a seat, can can buy a ticket. But I don't see any fan access to the riders or yeah um yeah they're still going to keep the riders in the industry in their kind of bubble i think
3: yeah I, I agree uh yeah maybe they do open the stadium up morgan for you know 100 capacity but I, I don't know about anything else yeah i mean yeah. i would think feld would be happy to sell all those tickets if they can right so <laughs> right. uh thanks morgan thank you yeah, appreciate it. i definitely don't see the the pits opening up for sure uh we got a question about marty though paul you want to take him take a marty question austin yeah, what's sure. going on marty. What's, what's your uh, what's your question
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, first off, just real quick, my condolences about Rocky, uh, thoughts and prayers with, for you and po- uh, Pookie, I'm sorry. But, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, about Marty, so you've been saying he, how successful he is in the 450 class, and no one can debate that last year was extremely successful, but you keep saying like, Jay Martin, Craig, need to look to Marty, all these, these stupid theorists need to look to Marty and do what Marty did, but I would argue that even though he had such an amazing year last year, he's still in the exact same position. I doubt he got a big pay raise. He's not on a factory team, even though he may have factory equipment, right. I don't see for those for those top level guys like Craig and J Mart, they're probably making the same amount of money and they're contending for wins. Why? Why would Marty be the one they look to? And say, oh, I'm going to go do that and well, be in the same t- situation.
3: Well, you know, uh, Austin, when I was talking about Marty, it was after the successful 2020 season. I haven't been. Yeah, it was
4: very successful. Yeah, I
3: haven't been exactly uh, you know touting Marty's success in 2021 because it it's gone poorly, right? So, you know, uh, yeah, he didn't get a great ride. I get that. But there's still a whole lot more money to be made in 450s if you uh, can break through and become, you know, one of the top guys than there is in that 250 class. So that was my kind of my point. Now, it it hasn't happened for Marty, but, uh, you know, it has happened for Tim Ferry and Larry Ward and these different guys, Nick Way over the years. You know, so there are examples of guys that got booted out and then became really good 450 guys and made a lot of money made way more money than two fifties. So but yeah, Marty isn't a great example in twenty twenty one, Austin. You're right. Yep. it's so.
4: probably my recent recency bias on this too, that you know it didn't work for Marty. There are a bunch of examples in the past, like you said. It's just that I don't I don't see the the point for those guys to move up right now if they have their odds. But again, I'm an outsider on the sport. Y'all are in yeah, yeah, I could no, be no. completely wrong about this.
3: No, I get it for sure. Uh, no thanks for the call, Austin. Appreciate it man. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Marty, uh, Marty's having a tough year. Uh Paul, there's no doubt.
2: Yeah, man, I think he's just he's pushing the edge each weekend and he's finding the ground a lot. So um yeah, that's going to that's you can't crash and have a good year. So I mean, I think you and I kind of disagree sometimes on on when to leave the class and when to move up and yeah. me I think if you have eligibility to ride the 250 class, you ride it unless unless you don't have a ride, then you move to the 450 class because yeah, you can make more money, but if you can be on a factory team in the 250 class and you're eligible, Right. Stay there and do that.
3: Well, especially if they keep changing the rules to allow more guys to stay down, then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got yeah. Gord on too. Gord, what's going on? You're from Winnipeg? Yes, I am. Dude, I'm from sunny Winnipeg this time. Oh, is it? Yeah, is it, is it nice there? March 4th? No. so is It's it...
0: beautiful. beautiful. It's uh, probably plus six. So it's beautiful. Ah, Snow pl- all
3: melting. Paul, ah, it's great. Paul, it's plus yeah, six. Yeah, you can come back. You can <laughs> come back. That sounds beautiful, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what's your question, man?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, first of all, my, my condolences. Uh, uh, Rocky was the most mo- famous moto do- dog there was. Thank out there. you. He made yeah. many appearances in the show. I hope you and Pookie uh, rescue another one and, uh, and give them the, the great life that you gave Rocky. So Thank you. I um, appreciate it. Um Garrett Marchbanks, where do you and paul uh, see him fitting in this weekend? He had a great run in orlando um and um you know, he yeah, he he's got a big chip on his shoulder the interview he did after orlando, so it looks like he's coming in uh coming uh, loaded for bear
3: what do you think uh marchbanks paul
2: yeah I, I didn't see the interview he you speak of, but um I think you stamp him in the top five uh I think if he can get another podium that would be awesome i um I don't I, I wouldn't bet on another win because he won this race last year, but I could be wrong too. I could see it. Um but yeah, I think I think I think what he's doing is pretty good so far, right? We're only one race in and, and I think you still gotta kinda remember how we look at Anaheim one a lot of times, right? You don't take a lot of you know, put a lot of uh, stake in what happens at the first round, so I think we'll get a better picture of what happens and where these guys are stacking up at round yeah. two, Daytona this weekend.
3: Yeah, Gord, I think, I think, I think Marshbanks podiums this weekend. I yeah. think, uh, I think he can podium. I don't think he can beat Cooper. I don't know if he can beat McAdoo. Like, uh, I, yeah, I think the bike and the team is good, but it is not a factory team, you know. Um, but he, he'll have confidence. He'll he'll have a lot of confidence, and that's important for riders. So, I, 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 uh, I think he'll do well, but I don't see him repeating it.
2: You know, I'm going to pick him on fantasy, so I, I, I hope so, so.
3: Right. Well, he's he's an all-star. Uh, what is he, an all-star? Paul, do you remember what his handicap is?
2: Yeah, he's a four, I think. Yeah, I, I like so that. he has to get top five to match. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, good. To yeah that's good. Yeah. I like that. So, Thank, thanks, great. great, Great. Thank you.
3: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, all right, let's go into Blake on five. Blake, what's going on? You got a Zach Osborne question?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I've been listening to all y'all's reviews about coming up to Daytona, and I don't hear much about Osborne in the talks for doing well, possibly getting his first podium of the year and turning around because, you know, he is the defending, you know, national champion, and this is the most outdoorsy, you know, track for him. Um,
3: and then we got
0: Atlanta coming up. Well, and more,
3: uh, hold on, more uh, Blake, uh, I found out this morning that Osmond's going to miss a couple races. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's got that back problem. Oh. He's, got a, he's got a bulging disc or whatever going on in his back that he, he mentioned on social, um, and uh, I found out this morning he's not going to race Daytona.
0: Oh, well, oh, well, well, yeah. There 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 there's my question.
3: Yeah, yeah, hopefully he's going to be back for uh he's going to be back for Atlanta, I hope. Or that's that's okay. the word. So, um yeah, bummer for for Zacco for sure. Okay. All, right. All right. breaking, breaking news Thanks, on the man. Moto 60 show. Yeah, breaking news, that's what we do on the Moto 60 show. Um Yeah, I think I think Marchbanks will be uh I think he'll be good. Uh he'll have that confidence, but I don't know about right now. I said before you got on Parabinos that I just think Justin Cooper's going to I think this is this is going to be easily his race, his series. I should say.
2: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, yeah. I I really like Justin Cooper. I think he's healthier than maybe some people think, and and yeah, I think he's gonna he'll 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 be on the wood this weekend.
3: Yeah, for sure. Levi's on three. Levi, you want a race prediction? That's what you want from us. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I have a prediction. Okay. Who's going to win? All right. Yeah, I know Weeds would agree with me on
4: this. I think Brayden is going to get it done.
3: Brayton. Yep. Wow. Okay. Is, is this Wygant's? Uh, is this a voice? Uh, some sort of voice software that changes Wygant's voice? Uh, and this is actually <laughs> Jason Wygant. Um, I don't. I don't not, listen. Man. His listen. Brayton's Daytona win was one of those moments for me, like Osborne's um, Vegas ride, like. Uh, a few rides with my riders over the years when I was a mechanic, like it, it literally had the arms, uh, the hair on my arms standing up. It it literally did. I was I had goosebumps because I just I couldn't believe what I was watching. I knew what a big moment that was for JB, and I and I really liked JB, just like Osborne in Vegas. So it was an amazing ride. I'll never forget it. But listen, there's zero chance Brayton comes in and wins this weekend, Paul.
2: Yeah, I mean, man, uh, we all love Brayton, right? Yes, but uh. I think yeah. If I'm a betting man, I'll 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 take your bet that uh I'll I'll, I'll take second or worse.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I will too. Look, he's going to try to race. He's got that chest injury from a crash, uh. You know what I mean. So he's going to try and see how he can do. But even 100 percent, Brayton, I don't like his odds to win. But I do. I do. Uh, um, uh, who is this on the phone? Where's the where's the name on this? I I don't see it.
2: Morgan. Me that Oh. Levi,
3: Levi. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's right in front of me. Levi, uh, I don't see it happening, man. But uh, you know what? I, I do like the ballsiness of the call. Do you want a Formula CC helmet from the folks at Fly Racing?
4: That would be amazing.
3: I don't know if that's what your plan when you called in to try to get this helmet by, <laughs> by talking about Brayton, a Fly Racing rider winning <laughs> Daytona. No,
1: but but that's I, awesome. Thank I you, sense
3: Steve. a sin- sincerity in your voice that you really think he may win, uh, and, and for that crazy take, I'm going to give you the Formula CC helmet.
4: All right. I appreciate
0: you
3: okay. very much. Thank Stay you. on hold. Uh, Tits will get your information. All right.
2: You're I mean, hilarious, Steve. You, you, the outrageous take you give a helmet.
3: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I fe- I feel like Levi was being serious. Right. I, I mean, me too. I think,
2: but <laughs> holy moly.
3: Right. Right. So, uh, Kyle's on four. Kyle, you got a future headline? Yes, I do. All right. What is it?
0: I got a. Well, I got one for each class, if you want them. But first one we got. Marchbank flanks the competition and wins again in Daytona. Yep. Or Troll Train Triumphs in Daytona making
2: Will Hahn look silly.
3: Oh, I like the Troll Train Triumphs. I like that. (laughs) I like that. Paul, what do you like?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think future headlines is stupid. No, it's not. uh, Stop it. (laughs) Why why does Troll Train winning make Will Hahn look stupid, though? Because Will didn't hire him. (laughs) Oh, okay, all right. Will Will had nine other guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will's a little busy. Uh, so, are you going to take the Marchbanks one then, Parabinos? What do you mean? I have to pick one. Yeah, yeah. That's the future headlines. You have to pick one. It's so dumb. No, it's not. Um,
2: yeah. Give me Marchbanks, I guess. I don't know. Jeez.
3: All right. Okay. All right. What's your other
0: one, Kyle? I got a uh, Web Wax is the competition and wins again in Daytona. Oh. Or uh-huh. rocks and rebounds and wins Daytona Supercross for Honda.
3: I like rocks and rebounds. I guarantee you, Paul likes Webb though. Paul. No, you know what? I think I like Kenny. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I think I like Kenny.
2: I, I mean, man, he was good there last year. I think he really. I think Daytona winning there is really important to him. It's not Daytona Supercross by Honda anymore, but um, I just yeah, I, I think it's. I think we're in for a battle this weekend. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not feeling. Either, either way, but I think Kenny's going to be firmly in this, in right. this hunt for the win uh, Saturday.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think I think Roxon gets it done. Uh, Kyle, I, I really – we already gave the helmet away to the other guys, but you're going to win something for giving us future headlines because uh, that's also awesome. So stay, stay on hold. Uh, tits will get your, your T-shirt size. We'll send you out something, all right? Uh, thanks, guys. All right, thank you. I mean, come on. He gets it. I mean, come on. Um, Jonesy, you want to talk about McAdoo?
0: Yeah, sorry, guys, this my second call Tits was very pissed that I Yeah, I know, he, I runs, he runs a tight ship I shit. apologize, Tits uh, I just wanted to comment on the Pulp show It's been a while, but when you had McAdoo on It was pretty uh, enlightening to hear him talk And how mature he is And um, yeah. talk about his two mentors Of Brayton and Way I think uh, everyone listening to that Probably uh, He gained a lot of fans And part two of that is Raised the stock a bit, this show is His maturity level uh, just a comment there But I have a, a part part B of that too Is is there a person in the sport That has made more money than Nick Way With the least amount of results mm. As far as retirement
3: Yeah uh, Nick's, mm. Nick uh, won one national podium 450 Supercrosses uh, two or three times I would probably say no um, He raced for a long time He made a lot of money The MDK days were very good for him um, What do you think Paul?
2: I, I, it's good. I, I I'm I've been thinking as soon as I heard it come up. I don't know. You know, Nick had a couple signature helmet designs that I know he um, did well with. You know, making commissions, and I think he did that with gear as well. He's just been very business savvy throughout his entire career. And yeah, um, Nick's a close personal friend and just an, an awesome human being. So uh, honestly, I I can't yeah. think of anybody off the top of my head. No.
3: Yeah, no. I think you're right, Jonesy. I think it's a probably probably good point. Uh, also, Jonesy, when you look at when you listen to that McAdoo interview. And look, I, I, you know, I'm not the one of the ones, the guys that wanted to burn Vince Freeze on the stake for the Lappe move with Barsha, but Vince came on the Pulp Show and was like, I don't take any blame at all. And I'm like, come on, Vince. Like you look at McAdoo's situation where he called into the show and you look at Vince's situation and they couldn't have been any more different or handled any more different in my opinion, right? McAdoo Mm -hmm. was like hey I take blame I did it you know what I mean I didn't here's what here's what I saw here's what I think but he ultimately he's like it's my fault I hit the guy and Vince was like yeah I don't know man so yeah no, no doubt yep thanks man. Much, much thanks for the call appreciate it Paul Parabinos on the show uh, bringing in Dan Truman here shortly fly racing moto, uh, moto 60 show pro taper Maxis FMF vision get all on board with us Um Paul, before I let you go here, uh, we got a couple couple calls still to come in. We'll we'll, we'll get Dan to tr- take those. Uh, Ryan Sipes is racing this weekend, main event guy, right? Probably, and then uh, top yeah. ten maybe.
2: Yeah, I think maybe. Um, I think for sure in the main event. Um, you know, this coast is obviously pretty deep, but but Ryan's going to have comparable speed and he's going to have that veteran savvy kind of you know race craft you know he's an old school guy i think he's going to do great I, I think he'll be fine i think he's going to have one of the better motorcycles he's ever been there and also um support because he's going to be with the tld gas gas guys so um i think there's going to be a lot less stress on his plate to go there and race and i uh-huh. think that'll translate into better results so yeah i can see him 10 to 15 range uh
3: yeah i think so i think it'll, it'll be cool to uh to see him, uh, see him out there. Sipes is a good dude. Uh, all right, before we let you go on the show, give us your predictions for both classes. You got to do it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Ken Roxon in 450 class because of the weather and his ability to get great starts, and I think this one he really wants. Um, and I'm going to go Justin Cooper in 250 class.
3: Very boring, but uh, very reasonable. And, Sorry. Also, and also my picks. <laughs> no, my picks as well. I don't see how you can bet against either one of those guys. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. All right. All right. All right. See you. That's Paul Parabinos from Renthal, renthal Renthal.com. Fly Racing, of course, we gave away that Formula CC helmet. We're still taking some calls, 702-586-7857. We'll talk to uh, Dan Truman here right away. Uh, FMF Vision, uh, they're expanding into Vision. They offer a full range of performance goggles and accessories. Welcome to the Power of Sight. Follow them on Instagram at FMF Vision. Of course, Get an Athena as well, uh, coming up with big things on that, including this new RPM dashboard that uh, some teams over in the U.S. are going to try. Out so uh, that'll be that's um, been announced, but I'm sure you'll see them popping up on some bikes soon. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Maxis, uh Pro Taper, of course, and Fly Racing. Let's get to our next guest here from Get and Athena. It's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you, man?
1: Oh, I'm just uh, excited. Another day, another race in Florida. No, I'm kidding. I can't wait until these races are out of Florida.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your first memory of Daytona? Like, how far back do you go to going there?
1: Uh, I actually went there. Uh, with my dad and, and mom and dad in 1993
3: oh you my, did three my dad w-
1: yep. we're talking about it and went and stayed at a KOA campground and camped out and went and watched the races and stuff yeah. it was cool you know I, I seen it then and I just started riding back then So
3: 93 was yeah. K- Kudowski Cowie won yep. Yep.
1: yeah and I didn't know much about the top guys back then and right. uh, yeah kind of got in, got me into it but yeah, I've been to da- probably been to Daytona every year since, you know?
3: So. Yeah, really? So you would have saw a young Tim Ferry win in 95 on an RM125.
1: <laughs> I would have seen that. Yeah. yeah. I would have seen that. Uh,
3: and probably right now, Timmy's Daytona trophy is being uh, used to prop up a VP can in his shed or something, I would imagine.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's there with one of those other trophies just laying around by the dumpster.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, how is the, uh, the RPM? I was talking about the RPM dashboard uh, pr- product from Get that's been announced. Uh, how's that going?
1: It's been good. Uh, KTM, MXGP team just did their photo shoot and launched the photos, so mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of questions in the last few days. Yep. Anytime the factory team uses an aftermarket product, it's it's important, you know, something yeah. on the electrical side. So Coroli and Prado both tested it. They wanted to use it. It basically works as a RPM dash for the start, lets the guys know which RPM they're in. They just look at it, you know. They don't have to stare at it, but they see it. Yep. A lot of times when these guys get on the gates, <clears throat> it's hard for them to hear their bikes and stuff like that. So uh, it works with an OEM ECU, with a Git ECU, yep. or even a competitor's ECU. So it's, it's a pretty cool product that's universal for, for all the bikes. So um, having Tony and Prado and those guys use it was, was awesome yep. for us. And, uh, yeah, there'll be some U.S. teams going to be using it here shortly as well.
3: That's cool. Yeah, for people who don't really understand what it's for, it's basically you can't hear your bike off the start. You want to get to a perfect RPM, a perfect wrist position, that you feel the bike works best at for your starts and you 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 set it so that it lights up when you hit that rpm so you know that your wrist is in the right position your bike is in the right uh, rpm and it allows you to get the best drive off of the gate
1: basically yeah yep. yeah exactly i mean most of the time when we take data from starts most people when they go to the start they over rev the bike because they're yeah. either nervous or just the bikes are around them they don't hear their bikes as much so most people over rev their bike so it's just uh, it's basically you know we know how important starts are i know you were talking about it earlier even daytona now it's not 20 laps like it used to be it's still just 20 minutes so starts are so much more important
3: yep absolutely uh dan truman on the uh on the uh, fly racing moto 60 show do you wish daytona would go back to 30 man middle of the day 30 minute moto
1: i don't know about the 30 30 man on the gate but i do like the 20 laps at daytona Mm -hmm. it's what made it really hard you know we've been doing 27 laps i think at these last few races when the track's a minute and 10 minute 15 seconds it's still only 20 minutes yep. you know so, yep. uh, doing 20 laps back then was brutal i think for the guys You really separated everybody so i would like it to see i would like to see it be 20 laps that would have been cool uh
3: one of the things that you do dan besides working for get and athena uh is you help manage the, uh, reed's old compound where uh, a bunch of riders ride including bogle and savachi and the lawrence brothers um I guess first of all Bogle took a pretty step pretty big step up last race did really well. He's moving down there to chase Joey around. Joey moved from the goat farm of course to there because of the Star Guys buying the goat farm. Um and it's basically and when you throw in the Lawrence brothers, I mean it's a heated competition every day. Oh, and Anderson, Anderson's there too. So it's a it's a really a big competition every single time.
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh uh, we were proud of Bogle. You know, obviously I helped those guys out. And Justin came for a week before the Forster Orlando, and just said, I, "I need to be here." He said, "I need to be here. I need to get faster." Uh, He flew home after Orlando, grabbed his pickup truck, you know, a couple of training equipment, um, a mattress. And uh, I mean, he rented an apartment and he's like, I'm here. Like, that's it. And it was cool to see. And I mean, 10th isn't, you know, amazing, but it's a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was cool to see. So yeah, with Jason and and Joey and Justin, those guys are, are pushing each other every day and Joey is like, it's crazy to say, but Joey is amazing during the week. And we joke with him, you know, if he would just show up on Saturdays like that, mm-hmm. he has amazing talent. You know, he's faster than Jason a lot of days. and um, But, I mean, everybody knows racing conditions are different and, yeah. and me- mentality is a lot different on Saturdays. So,
3: Well, tracks are but, different, too. You know, a track you don't yeah. know that well.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, and then obviously with the Lawrence brothers, those guys are are pushing each other and and they're learning off each other and learning off jason and jason's helping them so it's a it's a good crew for sure and we have some old guy there uh for the next month uh he says he used to race and own the place so he's been riding with the guys so uh yeah he's there as well
3: is uh does he look do you do you you need to use wd-40 or cbd on him to get those joints moving (laughs)
1: He's been riding every day. Well, I should say every day. He's been there for like four days and and uh he's like, Man, it's just not as easy at thirty eight, thirty nine as no, it was no. <laughs> as it was when I was twenty seven. So no, for sure. Uh, but he's having fun. He's just riding with the boys and you know, he's got the kids and the family down right. in Colton, North Carolina, so it, it's cool to see. Um
3: the the day I was there, uh was after the final round of the East. Uh so Jet jumped in and rode for I don't know, he rode probably about six laps all day and fooled around, pulled wheelies and stuff, but god even when he got out there dan he's a special rider like that quad going in the turn you know and he just he just right away i'm like this kid's so so good
1: he is and honda guys were down this week and he did some outdoor testing uh just for not really even testing just riding Mm -hmm. and some of the things he does on the bike uh, are they're just they're special you know and we joke about it but a year ago at this time you know, guys like Freckle and, and blow they smoked them in Australia. You know, like he yep. had nothing for those guys. And he'll tell you, he's just a really quick learner. Um, he does it with kind of anything. I mean, he learned how to get a driver's license on a go-kart in the backyard that we have there. <laughs> so he just, like, kind of – he just picks up on things quick. It's a special thing he has. And I, we haven't seen a good young talent, you know, transfer to the pro ranks in a long time. Yeah. So it's good to see.
3: Yeah, he uh he's pretty good. Uh, switching the two fifty class a little bit, um, look, uh, uh you know, this this Justin Cooper, um I don't wanna say he walks to this title, but I I mean McAdoo was great and Marchbanks rode well and Swole was good and, and uh you know Jay Mart will be up there, uh as far as when he gets back, he'll be okay. Hunter's okay, but dude, how does Justin Cooper lose this thing?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Uh, with with Jeremy missing races and Jordan Smith now missed a race. Uh, I know Jordan will be better, um, but still, I don't know that one. I don't even know if they beat him straight up anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be tough for him to lose. I think it's his title to lose. Uh, I think there will be a few guys that get up in there, but yeah. you know, this class has got a lot of talent, but I still think, and we argue this, I still think jet Craig and Nichols could win on this coast as well. So, but after that, you know, those are probably the best four or five guys. Hunter will get better. He's getting better. He surprised me even in Orlando with a He fit.
3: did. He did. He rode well. Uh,
1: yep. You know, you have seen him ride during the week. But again he was hurt for a long time in the off season, so he still is just getting better and better. And mm-hmm. in the last week and a half, he has improved. So I think he'll close that gap. Do I think he beats Justin Cooper? No, yeah. but I do think he'll he will be there in a couple weeks.
3: You look at Cooper's speed. You look at him; he's going to be better than he was in Orlando too, because he'll have more time on the bike with a week off. And then you look at his starts, which have always been good. And I just, I just, he's got the total. He's no weaknesses for this class for him. So um,
1: yeah, I, uh, I agree. Yep. I agree. It's going to be hard to beat.
3: Um. Marchbanks, he surprised won surprise won this thing last year before we shut down for COVID for a while. It was a great ride. He's I don't know if he can win again as we just talked about, but I could definitely see him on the podium. He's gonna have uh he's gonna have uh confidence, he's gonna have the bike, you know, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the podium again. Yeah. Uh, I don't have him I don't have him winning. I, I have Justin Cooper winning like you do. Yeah, yeah. But I think March Banks is just one click behind those guys and and nothing against the team or the bike. I think they've done a great job, but still they're not yeah. factory. So there is a few things that they're lacking. So just that little bit of start and, and just starting up front with Justin, things like that are going to be affected. But uh, last year he got a whole shot. He led every lap. It, you know, it was a great race, but he was also on a, you know, a yeah. full factory bike. Things were a little bit different.
3: No, for sure. For sure. But I, I, I can see him. I, I put him like, you know, you look at those guys in the next tier after Cooper and you look at McAdoo and I think Swole, uh, Jordan Smith will be there. Uh I think that he's in knows that mix. He's not any worse than those guys. He's the
1: yeah, same. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, he's right there with Hunter and, you know, Hunter and Swole and I I think Kyle Peters will get a little bit better. I don't know if he's racing this weekend or not, but I think in the next few weeks he'll get better. Uh you know, Seth was impressive for his first race as well. Yeah, he was. And I think at Daytona, you know, he's going to be he'll be good, but again, he's that second tier group.
3: Uh, do you think Bobby Reagan? How hard do you think Bobby Reagan yelled at Fry and Thrasher all week? <laughs> how, how, what, what do you think he did?
1: Pretty interesting. I sat next to Will Hahn. It was pretty cold in Orlando, the second Orlando, and I went inside to to watch that race and sat next to Will. And it was a bummer for sure to see Jeremy go out, but um, <laughs> I could hear them on the radio, and uh, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> was, yeah. I, won't, I won't repeat stuff that was being relayed to mechanics, but man, like they were not. They were not what they expected. I mean, Will had Fry on his fantasy team for you know because mm-hmm. obviously he thought he was going to be yeah. way better. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it didn't go well. But I think they'll be better this weekend.
3: Well, sure. you got to figure they'll be better. Nerves won't be gone. I mean, look outdoors. Both of those kids put in really good rides outdoors.
1: Oh yeah. And, I mean, and, Fry. You know, Fry's number fifty nine. I mean, he got a lot of points. Yeah. He
3: was. Yeah. He was good. So to me, that was odd because I don't think yeah, obviously Fry crashed out, but he when he did, he was just the top ten. He was just tenth or whatever. He wasn't you know wasn't setting the world on fire. So. On that team with those bikes you gotta do more and maybe the, maybe it was nerves and all of that and we'll see we'll see a much better rookies from Star. Um before we get to four fifty class, let's take some calls here. Dan Truman from Get and Athena on the line. Joshua's on three. Joshua, what's going on, man? What's your question? Matthew, how you doing today, Bud? Good. What's happening? Hey, uh, I had a question
0: for you. I'm, it's kind of good timing, I guess. I was just curious. I watch Tomac every season. I've been I've been a fan, I'm a fan of all the racers, but it is it me, or does he just – I can't ever seem to think he looks like he's really at home on that bike. You know what I mean? Like, I watch him, and I just I just feel like if he would have maybe stayed with Honda or went somewhere different, I just don't – he just doesn't seem like he looks that great on a Kawasaki to me.
3: I disagree. I think he looks great. I, yeah, I don't know. He won, won the championship. He's won an outdoor titles, you know. Uh, I, I don't see it, man. I, I think he, uh, he looks fine. Dan? He just looks, to me, just looks like, it just looks unnatural. I don't know. I just can't seem to, I don't know.
0: I, I guess it's just me. He just. I just wonder if, if he stayed with Honda or went a different direction, if his career would maybe be a little better.
1: He didn't win at Honda, though.
3: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, he won He, won Modos, he was pretty but... badass there. Yeah, but he won at Kawasaki.
3: Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it, man. But thanks. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: I don't think it's a knock on either team. I think that uh, it was a good change for him during the Honda day. Uh, right. You know, he had won six straight outdoor motos or something that one year before he had those shoulder injuries. So, yeah, he was amazing. We've seen him do things on a Honda that were great. But, I mean, yep. how can you – I mean, he won three outdoor titles, I think, three of the last four. Yeah. He won – the Super, he's defending Supercross champion, so I think he's fine there.
3: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I do I, see
1: – I mean, there are days where he's off. I, I'll agree with that. You know, like his 13th at uh, Houston 1, or, you know, we've seen these days where he's off. But, I mean, even last race, he didn't – you know, Anderson was pretty far back and ended up passing him in the race, so he wasn't – Eli wasn't great in that race.
3: I, uh, I'm i telling you what, man, I've seen, him, I've seen him look a little tired. And uh, so you can call it arm pump, you can call it getting tight, whatever you want. There was a race early in the year that he won or he's being interviewed and he was breathing very heavily where I was like, ooh, you don't normally see that. Uh, both Orlando races, his charges kind of stopped. Anderson caught him in Orlando too. I mean, look, he's a bad dude. He's one of the fittest guys out there. I get it, but I, I've, I've not seen that happen. So whether he's taking it off a little bit, whether he's not quite doing the same workload, whether things have caught up to him, I don't know. He's gotten older. I, I, yeah, I and- mean,
1: he, he's one of the only ones that have you know going back to the colder weather to train and things like that. Maybe it is affecting him a little bit. Everyone else has either stayed in Florida or went to California. Seems like he's been going back to Colorado. So maybe it's affecting him a little bit. Yep. Uh, and these guys being all so elite and, I mean, so close in times. Yeah. You know, we say Bogle's not very good. He was like P2 for in one of the practices until, I think, the last lap. So right. They're all really, really good. So it makes it tough.
3: Yeah, no. I, yeah, and I'm not saying he's out of shape, quote-unquote. He's just not as much of an Ironman as normal. Normally his fitness is what... You know, rules the day, on top yeah. of everything else, right? And I just don't see it this year. So, um, all right, let's get to some more phone calls here. First up, Jeremy has a question about Barsha. Uh, it's not hammer. Uh, uh, what's up, Jeremy? What's your question for Barsha or about Barsha?
4: Um, everything's good with Barsha, right? He didn't. Nothing happened over the the week off.
3: No, not that I know of. No why.
4: Uh, we're still calling for rain for Florida for
3: Daytona. At some point, right, Dan? Have you seen the weather? I mean, you're in Florida; it rains all the time, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, I mean it does look like rain right now but we were supposed to get hammered with rain yesterday so we didn't water the tracks and stuff and, and then it didn't come so I, right. I just wouldn't look much into it on a thursday um yeah i mean it does look like rain though it even into right. the night of saturday night but they change so, so much around here
3: so how, yeah how many, i mean has, does it does that favor barsha dan if it rains i mean yeah seen... i
1: mean it definitely favors them to a put him on the podium I would think but yeah. I mean Cooper Webb's really good in the mud yeah. <laughs> Eli's really good in the mud Kenny's really good in the mud so yeah. those elite guys I still think are going to be those same I think it's Kenny, Cooper, Eli Barsha are the top four rain or shine to yeah. Me. Yeah. you know what I
3: mean I, 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 I don't so. remember
4: hearing you guys talk about him on the fantasy show and I was just kind of Yeah. you were kind of r- wrapping it up and talking about your favorites and nobody said Barsha and I was kind of confused i didn't know something happened to him oh
3: no 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 yeah sorry i guess we just we mistook him or whatever maybe his handicapped what's his handicap dan do you remember what yeah, was? yeah
1: he, he's an okay i don't know i think it might be a six but um he's an all-star yeah, last yeah. week so yeah, yeah I it, it's it, he's fine there were some there were some injuries in the in the off week uh, in the top seven you know obviously steve mentioned osborne i think he had a crash yeah. again maybe and stuff and i've yep. heard of two others that are you know, kind of not talking about it, but yeah, I mean, it, Barsha wasn't one of them. So. Right.
3: All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call.
1: Yep. Thanks, man. Thank
3: you, uh, Dr. Papa's on four to talk about McGrath. What's up, Dr. Papa? How are you? Hey
0: guys, doing well. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Good. So, uh, just wanted to ask about Eli. Following up that guy's question, I feel like he might be kind of taking
2: the year off. I don't know if you guys saw, but he got engaged this week. So maybe he's just taking this easy as a as a year off and worrying about more personal stuff.
3: But yeah, no, it's possible. Yeah, you, you, you know, he's a new dad. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Look, man, he has been a hammerhead for six, seven years. We're outworking most guys. You know, most everybody, and it's, it catches up to you. Whether you're Jeff Stanton, whether you're Ricky Carmichael, it catches up to you.
0: Absolutely. But my question is. It seems like his problem lately has been terrible starts and the, his approach to the race. And it sounds like he's very confused about what's going on with that. Why hasn't Cowie thrown MC at him and get in a, in a test track one day and work on starts and work on approaching the race?
2: breath mm-hmm. was on a, on another podcast that shall go nameless uh, earlier this week, and he said he would love to help him, but they've never asked. Yeah. What do you think about of-
3: Uh, that's exactly it uh you got to want want the help to reach out right uh john and eli run a tight program they don't want the help or they don't feel like jeremy can help for whatever reason um same with Villapoto when he was at cowie he wasn't really used uh the, the yamaha guys finally reached out to Villapoto and asked to help when he went to yamaha and he said he would so it's a lot of political stuff uh going on it's a lot of egos dr papa that kind of stuff so um yeah that that uh, that's all it is they haven't asked I'm I I have no doubt that Jeremy would be stoked to 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 try to yeah. help out so um okay all right thanks man appreciate it uh what do you think Dan I mean you agree with that
1: yeah i agree you know they run a a tight program and it anybody that thinks that Eli's not working on starts is crazy. I mean, he's tried a lot of things. Maybe not going to Jeremy is one of them that he hasn't tried, but he has tried a lot of things. All these guys are practicing starts. I mean, some of our guys are going through clutches just on starts until they can change one little thing to where, you know, it's milliseconds of shifting and things like that. So um, I think we go back to they're all really, really good. You know, we go back to the McGrath days and stuff. There was only a few that could have, probably even gotten the whole shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now they can get it. Anybody can get it, you know? Um, guys like Savachi are a great starter. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. he starts tenth. But the Eli thing, he did get a bad start last week, but both Anderson and Kenny were behind him. Yep. So... Yep. Yeah. Um, it's not even
3: Eli's starts. It's his first <clears throat> laps, too.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So... Anderson and Kenny. If you rewatch the race, they were both behind them. They they get to him and pass him. So I I don't know. I I'm not stuck on. It's just the start. Yeah, his starts aren't great. He's probably not going to win many races by starting there. But you got to have better first laps too.
3: Yeah, I know absolutely. And 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 that, mm-hmm. that's that's something that's haunted Eli for a while. You know. Um, all right, let's go to number call number one. Uh, Brandon, what's going on, man?
0: Big. I don't know if you guys already talked about it or not, but who do you think is going to
1: benefit from the week off in the 450 class?
3: What do you think, Dan? Is there somebody that comes to mind?
1: I mean, it could be Eli. You know, we, we're talking about that he didn't have a great Orlando. You know, maybe there was a fitness thing or not. I, I don't know. I think all these guys had a pretty good, um, pretty good off week. It sounds like Zach had a crash. You know, maybe a couple other guys got banged up, but I think I think everybody's gonna benefit from that week off. I just just yeah. healing up. Everyone's got nagging injuries that nobody talks about, things like that. So I don't think anybody in particular is gonna benefit, but yeah. I, I think overall it'll be better.
3: Nobody comes to mind in particular. Uh thanks, Brandon. Thanks for the call. All right, one quick question. Sure.
1: Uh now that uh Texas is
0: technically reopened, is anything gonna change for Dallas?
3: Uh, We had this question earlier in the show. I don't think so. Uh, The only thing I could see is perhaps maybe uh, opening it up to 100% capacity for tickets sold, but I don't believe the pits or anything like that will be different. Uh, The teams, you know, they want the people to stay away just so they can keep everybody healthy and not miss any races, et cetera, et cetera. So, no, I don't see anything changing that way. Dan, do you?
1: Yeah, nothing's going to change on the pit side just because – We have to get tested the following week, you know, for the next race that isn't open. So it's not fair to the riders and the teams to, you know, interact and things. It's not going to change. Maybe, like you said, on the fan side, they may allow more tickets, but it's still it's still going to be the same rules.
3: Yep. Thanks, man.
1: All right. Thank you, guys.
3: Appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. So if you didn't hear the show earlier, Zach Osborne will be out for uh, this week and uh, maybe maybe more. Um, Hopefully, to come back for Atlanta. Which are going to be the Speedway races a little bit uh, as well, so that'll be interesting to watch that. Um, I just think, talking about Tomac, Dan, and and Paul and I covered this too. I want to get your thoughts, though. I just think, look, I think he's out of this thing. He's 31 down. He's got to jump two guys. If he was 31 down and had to jump one guy, then you know anything can happen with a a bike break or an injury. But he's got to jump two guys. He's down 31. I think he's out of this. But if you don't think he's out of this, he has to win this weekend. Uh, Do you agree?
1: I I don't agree that he's out of it. Okay. Um, I, I don't have him to win the title, but I, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's out of it. But he went seven six seven five six at his last three races. That's not going to get it done. Um, I would say this weekend he needs to he needs to be on the podium regardless. You know every one of these races, or he is out of it. Um, Kenny's been amazing, right? His worst yeah. finish is the fifth. Uh, Cooper's worst finish is the first race and ninth. They're the only two that have finished in the top ten. Uh, well, Zach, but Zach's out now. But I just think that uh, Eli's inconsistent too much. You know, he's got a, a fifth, a, a second, a third, and then seven, five, six. So he does have to win. Um, if that gap goes thirty, you know, goes into the 40s, I think it is over. Yeah,
3: yeah. Do you? Uh, I still like Kenny to hold on to this thing. I know Cooper just closed, made up some good points on him the last two races, but I think Kenny gets on back, back on track here.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm more leaning towards Cooper. Um, I was doing that going into Orlando just for the fact that um, he, he's so mentally good. Um, and Kenny's been in this position a number of times in the last few years, and the last half of the season is where Kenny has struggled. So, um, you know, I hope we see a good good battle between the two of them, but I'm leaning more towards Cooper.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, look, I can't argue. I can't say that's a crazy take, right? Coop's, Coop's an animal. He's a veteran, right? So, um, you know, he's been there and done that, so that's easy to see. Um, Dan, as far as 2022 and Silly Season stuff goes, I know you were plugged in with this kind of stuff a, a lot. Um, from what I hear, I talked to somebody this week, Osborne's up, Anderson's up, Wilson's up, and they don't know if Rockstar's coming back yet, and that's what's holding that kind of stuff up. Do you hear that as well?
1: Yeah, that's that's obviously been talked about, yeah. Yeah. So, it's you know, we know that Rockstar sold to Pepsi and, and things like that, so... Um, yeah, that that is the same thing that I'm hearing.
3: Right. So those guys are going to be open, or you know, they're coming back or whatever, depending on the title sponsorship of that. Uh, they may, if it doesn't work out, Husky may have to field you know one guy or or just two guys, or maybe you know Dino Dino gets cut or whatever it works. But uh, also that Yamaha spot. I mean, Jeremy Martin still wants it. AP. I don't think they've made any decision on that yet.
1: Yeah, I've heard AP is up. Um, yep. You know, and he will. You know, Jeremy Martin wants that spot. This injury to Jeremy Martin, I don't know if that changes anything for him moving up or not, um, depending on point situations and all that. doesn't look like he'll win the title. So, um, I mean, we uh, hate to say it, but, I mean, I think he could stay down again.
3: Well, that's just it. That's My, my next question was, like, if I'm J-Mart, do you, do you just say, hey, man, 2022, I want another kick at this thing? Because, uh, yeah, he, he won't point out. I, I think that's probably what happens to me, even though J-Mart has told everybody, that this is his last year. I could see him staying down again, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to go where the money is, too, right? I mean, people gave Mart Martin crap, but I mean, he didn't have an opportunity to go to the 450 class. So, depending on how j mart goes, obviously he's an outdoor title favorite, but he was a Supercross title favorite too. So, it's it's hard to say. I, I you know, speaking of teams, I've heard there's a little bit of uh, talk at Kawasaki, you know, with Forkner had already had a signed deal to go up to the 450 class, but they were assuming Austin was going to have one of. Title by now, mm-hmm. so you know I think there was talk Eli was going to retire after this year when Austin had signed his deal multiple years ago. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know they have AC and they have Forkner signed. Or you know where does that leave Eli? So, right. Uh, obviously they don't want to let him go. Uh, he probably doesn't want to go anywhere. But did you know, did you spot, hear? There's not a spot.
3: <laughs> I heard Eli signed a two year uh, extension, and I I can't really confirm that. I'd heard that uh, beginning of the year.
1: Yeah, I I. Right. I definitely can't confirm that because I've heard I've heard other things.
3: So. Right. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of snuffed snuffed around a little bit, and uh, and I didn't hear one way or the I, other. I, so. th-
1: I think what would happen is they restructure Forkner's deal. Yeah. They, and they say, listen, Austin, you know you've been injured a lot. Let's let's give this another go at Pro right. Circuit. Right. Let's keep let's keep uh, AC and and Eli another year, and we'll go from there. Yeah. That's what I think. That would be the best for Cal to be able to keep everybody. Yep. But if, you know, Austin has a deal and A C has a deal and Eli doesn't, and then, you know yep. there's you know, there are spots that there's been question marks about what, what Marv does next year. I think yep. his deal's up also.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, KTM could look at somebody like a like a A P or something like that. Right. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's just speculation um, but
3: I heard there's been tension with Cowie and Eli as well. Uh over the <clears> bike and over the things that haven't been going well. So, uh, you know, that's normal kind of stuff. But something could come into play. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean if he wants to continue racing and and make a change. I'm sure any of the teams that could afford them would be happy to take them, but there's a very small select that would be able to, right?
3: Yep, yep, absolutely. So, uh,
1: Honda, Honda's pretty much set. I yeah, think, Honda's set, in, right?
3: And Sexton, so. Right. Uh, Bobby Reagan will just add another guy. Why not? oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, All right, Get and Athena, if you're looking for anything from the folks at Athena or the Get uh, end of things, email us on the contact form at PulpMX.com. I'll pass it on to Dan. He will give you a PulpMX listener discount on that. Uh, I'm not going this weekend, Dan, so I won't see you there, but uh, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it, man.
1: Thanks. Let me know if you need me to uh, report anything for you. I Uh, hear you do that.
3: I will do that. Thank thank you, man. (laughs) All right. That's Dan Truman from Get and Athena. That's another week of the Fly Racing moto City show. We will be back next Thursday before Dallas for another kick at the can. Tits, just FYI. I will be here. Show next week? Yeah. Uh, So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for calling in. Thanks to Fly Racing, ProTaper, Maxis, FMF, Vision, and Get, and you people for calling in. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.